Better listen very carefully. A good martial artist does not become tense, but ready. Essentially, at this point, the fight is over. So you pretty much flow with the goal. Who is worthy to be trusted with the secret to limitless power? I'm ready. So every week we put out multiple episodes to help you on your jiu-jitsu journey. Now, it's a privilege for us to be in this position, but we want to ask one thing from you. And this is a very small gesture on your part, but it means the world to us. Simply hit the follow or subscribe button on whichever platform you enjoy this podcast on. It means the world to us. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bulletproof BJJ podcast. Have you ever been beaten so badly in jiu-jitsu you just wanted to quit? Like the person was so much better than you. You're like, I don't, you know, I'm playing checkers, they're playing chess. Like it's the skill gap between somebody, whether it's a white belt rolling with a black belt or a black belt rolling with a black belt world champion, they're so much better than you, you don't even think you're playing the same game. We have had those experiences, my friends. Who kicked your ass, bruh? Man. Too many people. <laughs> I've, I've had this experience so many times throughout my career. It's kind of updated. You know, I had it when I was a blue belt and now I had it as a purple belt and then as a brown belt. I just gone, man, this person's so much better than me. But the thing where it really stood out was one time uh, Alliance World's Camp 2012, I rolled in a row, Cobrinha, Michael Lange, and then Isaac Dodelaine. And Isaac is now a black belt world champion, but I think at that time he was a purple belt. I've never been submitted that many times in 30 minutes. Oh. 10 minute rounds. Holy shit. They didn't go light on me. They, they went, they fucking brutalized me. Is this a comp class or something like that? Yeah. 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 It's like, okay, we've done specific training and now we're just going to tear each other to shreds. And I think I was their rest round. <laughs> they, they took consecutive rest rounds and I was the guy. I was like, oh, I'm so lucky I get to roll with Cobrinha. No, that was fucked. That was terrible. Did you have a, um, a size advantage on any, I'm guessing? Yeah, I was a little bit bigger. Like yeah. they were just as strong as me, I would say. But man, I, w- I was heavier. But yeah. my God, Cabrinha, the guy is just fast and furious. Yeah, right. <laughs> Family. Goes hard. Bro, he was ripping me. Kimuras, just like omoplatas, chokes. Yeah, he must have submitted me at least 30 times in a 10-minute period. Nah. Yeah. I was Legit, just 30 tap, times. Tapping, 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 <clears> tapping. Wow. And still trying to keep the energy up because I'm like, oh, I don't want to be a bitch. I don't want to look like a shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, all right, keep bringing it, bro. I'll smash you. And then Langy Had you was, done something to piss them off, you reckon? No, no, no. Talk no, too no. much shit before the session? No, no, no. I'm very respectful of the senior belts. Not so much of anyone in my own rank. But that was the thing. The blue belts were in the minority. The, the brown and black belts were the majority. Yeah, it was an inverted pyramid system. Yeah, sort of. When you're at that level, it's it's kind of shocking to be in a room where you've got like 50 black belts. You're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And, they're, they're, you know, you know, 15 or 20 of them are world champions. Yeah. And, yeah, I think they just – they were like, yeah, okay, I'll warm up on you or I'll have a rest round on you. And it was actually – it was only two rounds into the sparring. And it got worse because I was getting fatigued and I was getting sore. I was not injured but like kind of just – bashed and Langy was the meanest was he yeah did you I, help him with his knee yeah i helped rehab his knee this is before or after no 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 this is like i was like oh i'm going with michael he's my friend he's not your friend wow bruh brutalized me i'm like i fixed your knee <laughs> tap, 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 wow tap, tap, tap. yeah 
Tell me, um, we'll get to mine another time. Tell me with the. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? You're just going to dig in. I yeah, no, I want to. Yeah, you another time. It, w- it was this kind of an alliance thing in terms it of was like alliance. Hey, is, it was alliance only. But like, it's, is this like comp train? This is what we do. Mario Hayes was there. Right. Mario had. But is, it, is that like a thing? Like, it's, hey, we're going to do some rounds and you just fucking put and smash yes. on people. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fight to the death. Right. Even in the. Not at World's Camp. If you just go to the Alliance gym, I don't know how Cabrini runs his classes. I wasn't, I was only ever at his gym for that kind of pre worlds prep. Right. But at uh, headquarters in Sao Paulo, if you go to lunchtime class or you go to nighttime class and it's, it's on for rounds, yeah, you f- you're fighting to the death. You right. just, you, you're trying to destroy each other. Yeah. And you either came for that or you, you shouldn't be there. Right. And so that is really that whole, you know, pressure builds diamonds. I guess the thing which was even harder to – like, you know, I've been beat up before and I can cop that. But I had felt at different stages in my jiu-jitsu I was still in the fight. Like I would get submitted but I'm like, I'm going to get you back. At no point did I feel that. Wow. And Isaac was like a wizard because he wasn't as strong as Cobrinha and uh, Michael at that time. But, man, that, that dude can move. Such a good movie. I've never seen this guy. What's Isaac Dodelane, he was quite light at that time. He's got an amazing spider guard because he's like, you know, he's a black belt from Cabrinha. Bro, he, he was doing birambolos at that time. I didn't really know shit about birambolos. He was just doing this weird move and taking my back. Like, I'm just going to sit to the hip here and <laughs> shut this down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm getting choked again. Yeah, and he just choked me. I actually ended up with a crazy uh, graze on my throat from being bow and arrow choked like – 20 times. Wow. So, yeah, I, I total. So, Cabrinha was about 30 because I just started counting the submissions because I was just like, I can't. I'm just, oh, yeah. You know, and I was like, wow, I think I got submitted like three times a minute. Like, okay, we bought him, slap hands, do the thing. Were you like, I'm going to try and beat this guy? Or did it get to a point where you're just like, I'm no. just going to cop it now? Well, no, I was, I was like, I got to bring the energy. Right. Like, I was like, I got to bring that defensive energy. I just can't. <laughs> that big D energy, big defense energy. <laughs> but I couldn't. You know, it's his gym, he's the man, and I'd done privates with him, you know, I admired him. And I was like, so I don't want to be weak in front of him. Yeah. But he was just like, no, nah, you're, you're, you're taking it. You're taking it as good as you can take it. Wow. And I just tried to keep going. And, and, yeah, Michael was just really mean. You know, he knee rode me like pretty hard. And then even when I kind of turned over, instead of taking my back, he was kind of knee riding my kidneys. Oh, yeah, nice. You know, the, the knees, back ride. The, knees, the back ride. I like that. Yep. The back ride. Someone's turned up hard. Yeah, and like really pulling up on the But gear. you were like flattened out. Yeah, and I was like trying to move and I just fucking, ooh, just getting like really snapped up in a triangle and armbarred at the same time. Yeah, I know that like intensity of like the fast, aggressive submissions. <laughs> it's, just, it's that thing that you get at that high level training and it's, it's scary. Because yeah. It's kind of like, I remember a similar feeling like when you face a, a judo black belt in jiu-jitsu and you're yeah. like, man, they're so aggressive. The like they're so fast in how they apply everything. Yeah. It's like you just, you realize we tend to train kind of a little bit slower. Yeah. When you feel that, you're like, oh man, it's really on. Like it's quite an intimidating Com- feeling. Comp energy. Yeah. And they, you know, they were just turning the motor over because they're getting ready to implement that in only a couple of days. Yeah. And the other thing I got from that was like a lot of the lower belts were getting <laughs> injured. Right. Yeah. A mate of mine got a super bad cut. Actually got three really bad cuts on his face from elbows and knees and. Oh wow! Fuck! Like it's just—it's a bit that, of a meat grinder. That and ground I, and pound. And I thought—I thought to myself, like, should we be training this hard the week before Worlds? And they're like, "Yes, we are <laughs> the best." So this is what you do. And actually, I came to the conclusion that no, that's not the case. That might be what they do, 
but I actually don't think that's the way to go. But here's the ads thing. would always ads would love to do hard rounds the day before competition. Yeah, well, I mean, ads is a product of that. Yeah, that system. You know, and you know, respect to it. Like I definitely works for them. I was raised on it, but it's like I guess it's like if you're raised in a family that encourages like you know smacking or physical physical discipline. Yeah, you know, like I was talking. Like, to yeah, a, works for me. Yeah, like yeah, I, I was talking to a friend of mine, Tongan guy, really tough guy, Sammy, super jacked. He used to weigh 115 kilos. It. Tongan, Jack. He's shorter than me. Right. You know, he fuck, he's, you know, played rugby, lifted weights since he was 10. He's basically a midget John Alomu. Even though I know John is... Anyway, doesn't matter. He's Maori. I'm not saying... Anyway, long story short, he said to me, uh, when I was a child, my, my, if I talk wrong, my mom just... Whack. I don't want to eat this, mom. Whack. You eat it. Uh, okay. Now my children, they don't, they don't listen to me. They just they're on the tablet. I can't I can't hit them. It's not allowed. I feel bad. I want to hit them, but I can't. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Sammy, I, I know you are, man. I mean, it's it's a tough deal, right? And yeah, dude, the thing I wanted to say about the skill gap was it wasn't just the physical beating side of it. What they were doing to me, I did not understand. Yeah, I just I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I got no defenses for this black magic. Like what, how, like with Isaac when he's doing Birambolos, he was also doing the kind of Kiss of the Dragon, like reverse Delaheva. What the fuck is a reverse Delaheva? I didn't even really understand what a Delaheva was. Yeah. So dudes are just kind of spinning and then suddenly, where did they go? They're on your back, some shit. Yeah, man, it's wild. And just like getting wrist locked, like gripping gripping the gi trying to pass uh, and being like wrist. Yeah. Oh, dirty scoundrel. I had that with a, at, a, at a session I did in um, – Barbosa, oh yeah. Sao Paulo, tough which I've spoken about, tough which was the gym. toughest session. It was the toughest class I've ever attended. And it was the same thing. There was like 15 black belts, yeah. 12 brown belts, and then like a handful of everything else. Yeah, less on the way down. Yeah, and I remember rolling with this black belt. And I, you know, I just, whatever, I just thought it was like a roll. And this guy just put it on me so hard. And he was such an animal. And he was doing, he'd do that thing like he'd pass and I'd frame on the hip and he'd do that thing where he'd like, the turn hip. the hip over and yeah, wrist lock you. And he hit me with it like two or three times. And the first couple of times I like, I don't know, I, I just didn't expect him to do it so hard. I'm being a bit, bit naive, right? Sure. But he came and I was like, oh my God, man, this dude's had to fucking kill me. But just the, the way he applied it scared me. Mm. I'm like, damn, this is a scary role now. This isn't a fun exchange. Mm-mm. This is just, I'm, I'm, I'm a piece of meat getting yeah. dominated. And, and you could come out of it with a serious injury. Yeah. Uh, look, I, I, don't, I don't think there was any ill intent in the roles, though, but they were just not. Yeah, right, Mike? (laughs) We're buds, right? (laughs) No. No, and the thing is when you're getting submitted that much, they don't – you know how you see the real sloppy like – you know when dudes go to shake hands but they're like maybe they're fighting a world championship final and it's just like – Oh, it's like a dismissive kind of – whatever. Get this out of the way. I'm like trying to shake hands to buy me some rest. You're like, ah, good round, guys. And they're like, no, no, no. Just fucking get back in here. And after a while there's no shaking hands. It's just like you submitted me, stand up, let's go again, let's go again. Because like in judo uh, sparring, you don't re-shake hands every time. You shake right. hands at the start and you like you bow and then get up, go it's again. just on. I throw you, get up. It's on, it's on, it's on. We do it a little bit too much in jits though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A it's excessive. A bit, it can be a bit cringy. It's like when you're watching a UFC fight and dudes are just beating the fuck out of each other for four rounds and, and then they're like – Stop the Mid- fight and hug. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, high five, let's go. Like, I mean, it's go. nice. The, the thing's nice, but yeah, you're like. Oh, you're like, just finish this shit. Yeah, get after it. Come son. on. If you've had that experience where it's really overwhelming the skill gap, 
that's the kind of stuff that just it can, break, breaks your heart. Yeah. It can really give to your jiu-jitsu journey or it can just take, it can just crush your soul. Yeah. It can put you it's off. Like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. I never, I never, yeah, I can't I, be these guys. I think it's, it's formative. Yeah. Isn't it? Like it definitely has been for you. See, the thing is people don't understand. Like we talked about 10,000 hours before. What they said about um, Colbrinium, what took him from being an average competitor or being a good competitor to being the name he is now. When he was a brown belt and he joined Alliance, he came from TT, which was Tedede and Teles. He was of that gym. And when he came to Alliance, he got recruited when that team broke up. He would come into the gym at, I think they said about 10 a.m. and he wouldn't leave till midnight. Wow. And he would just train that whole time. He would take a little break at about 4 p.m. for like a coffee and a snack and stuff. But he was just drinking water and he would just train for like, yeah, 10 hours a day. Obsessive. They're crazy. And apparently he did that for two or three years. Wow. And that's what made him the monster he is to this point. And I don't know if anyone really has that. Like probably only like Levi has really, I feel, exhibited that level of dedication to the thing of like, well, I'm going to do this eight hours a day. Because if I do it eight hours a day for – how many years? That'll be 10,000 hours. Yeah. You know, he did that math. It's crazy, man. Like, he, yeah, you just realize there's such a big difference between those people who've made it their entire lives and those people who just kind of like it. So there, there it is, family. So if you're fresh in the game, all you need to do is quit your day job, start training <laughs> full-time, 10 hours a day in the gym, and you too can be a black belt in about 12 years. <laughs> Word up. <laughs>